0: This is Optimal Living Daily, Episode 92. The Elegant Secret to Self Discipline by David Kane of Raptitude.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now, here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, old friends? Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, the podcast where I find amazing bloggers, ask them for permission, and then read their posts to you so that you don't have to. And today, just like yesterday, I'm super excited. Not only are we having a great launch of Optimal Finance Daily, thanks to you, but here at Optimal Living Daily, I have a new author for you to hear. That is David Kane of raptitude.com. Actually, suggested by Kate over at Blonde on a Budget, and I thought his posts were a great fit. I mean, his tagline is getting better at being human. And I felt like that also describes this show. So how perfect is that? Some info about David Kane: He's a writer, obviously, and entrepreneur from Canada. He started Raptitude in 2009, being bored with his current job. Sound familiar? It found an audience quickly. And in 2013, he left his day job to write full time. And that's funny to me because that's also when I left my day job to pursue entrepreneurship. And his other interests include art galleries and museums, existentialist humor, meditation, just like me, NFL football, coffee, numbers and charts, also like me, mixed martial arts, and a lot more. And he has over 25,000 subscribers to his site, so definitely go check him out at raptitude.com. And that's it. Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. The Elegant Secret to Self-Discipline by David Kane of raptitude.com. Despite my lofty ethical and financial aspirations, I developed a tragic ice cream habit during the summer. There are all kinds of long and short-term problems with this. It's bad for my health, morally dubious to say the least, and totally anti-frugal, a big no-no for my new career as a tight-fisted writer. My justification was always pretty lame. I would explain to myself that I'm about to stop doing this, therefore it doesn't matter if I do it right now. The devil on my shoulder would only have to say, but it's just for now, enjoy, and I'd already be on an unstoppable march to Safeway. If I had given the angel on the other shoulder a chance to rebut, she would have explained the foolish trade-off I was making. I gained 20 minutes or so of lowbrow pleasure. All the benefit of this choice is gone after that. I lose, in a more lasting way, some of my money, my dignity, my sense of self-control, and my health. Only a fool would choose the first option, but when faced with certain frozen desserts or other present moment incentives, I often become a fool, and maybe you do too. The hallmark of the fool is that he borrows fleeting pleasures at interest from himself. Self-discipline is time travel. I have a beautiful banana sitting beside my laptop right now. No black spots, no green tinge. It's truly the perfect banana, and I know it will fulfill my expectations when I do eat it. It's sitting about six inches from the edge of my desk and a foot from the front. I could move it to the other side of the desk, to the back of the desk or the front, and it would be the same promising banana. I could also move it in a third dimension by putting it on top of my bookcase or move it across all three dimensions by walking it back to the fruit bowl at the center of my dining room table and nothing of value will be lost. I really wanna eat this banana and that desire distracts me from realizing that I can move my banana in a fourth dimension by eating it in an hour or four hours and would still provide pretty much the same levels of pleasure and dietary potassium. I forget that if I eat it now, future David will have no banana to eat at all. So I'm rewarding right now David at the expense of future David. Depending on the circumstances, future David might even benefit more from that banana than right now David would. If it wasn't quite ripe right now, there would be more enjoyment to be gained from it tomorrow. Still, right now David has a considerable preference for himself, and in fact, he is already eating the banana. As I mature, I notice right now David getting better at sharing with his future based colleague, and I hope one day he is able to treat all other Davids as he treats himself. A right now banana and a near future banana will usually have about the same value, so it's not exactly a pivotal life decision. However, there are some circumstances in which I serve right now David in a way that's small and fleeting, that simultaneously denies future David something much more significant. Once upon a time, I would occasionally spend more than my paycheck in a given pay period, garnishing poor future David's wages for the next period, when obviously even a full paycheck didn't always feel like enough. Other times, right now David would be drunk and would decide that he would have a few more unmemorable drinks, which added very little to his pleasure level, yet invariably sentenced tomorrow David to severe physical suffering. At around age 30, future David caught on to this injustice and would tap right now David on the shoulder when he's about to do something mean like that. Progress. I still quite often sell out future David though, leaving him with less so that right now David can indulge some right now urge. The reality, I am somehow still gradually learning, is that future David will actually be right now David at some real point in time and not in an abstract way. At any given present moment, whether I realize it or not, I am the future David that past Davids have sold out in all sorts of ways. Right now, David would have a lot more money, as one example, if past Davids had not indulged their momentary desires for ice cream and booze, or to dredge up some really old baggage for candy, basketball cards, and Super Nintendo games. Right now, David would be smart to understand how past Davids have sold him out, and less often helped him, as he contemplates what to do with his day, For many future Davids live at the mercy of right now David's wisdom and discipline or his shortage thereof. Future David is praying that right now David realizes that his future self is just as much a human being with needs and desires as his current self. If he can't treat other people quite as highly as he treats himself, at least he could treat himself as highly as he treats himself, even if it's the self he will be later. That's the elegant secret to discipline, valuing your future self as highly as you value your current self at least long enough to get your right now self to do the right thing. That moment of choice is where the ants go one way and grasshoppers the other. I'm reminded of the now well-known marshmallow experiment conducted at Stanford in the late 1960s. Researchers sat young children in front of a marshmallow on a plate, told them if they wait 15 minutes before eating the marshmallow, they would get a second one and then left them alone. A third of the kids waited the full 15 minutes, an eon to a five-year-old, and earned their second marshmallow. The experiment has been reproduced many times since and the footage is hilarious. When scientists followed up 15 years later, the kids who waited for the second marshmallow had all become doctors and presidents or were at least on their way. There's often much more at stake than bananas and marshmallows. This year, I made a living experiment out of seeing whether I wouldn't be just as happy living on half of what I lived on last year. Turns out that this year, David, has had a consistently higher quality of life than the comparatively foolish last year, David, And as a direct result, right now David is currently writing at his sunny home office desk on a weekday morning in his pajamas instead of being told what to do by the man. Like any other insight, it's one thing to nod your head while you think about it and something else to turn it into a real advantage in your life. There are two tricks that I can see to doing it in real time. Number one, recognize that right now already is the future. You are currently experiencing the future of all your past selves their choices have come to fruition. If you like better fruits, make your right now self into someone who, as a habit, rolls out the red carpet for future self. Imagine if someone had already done that for you. Highly disciplined people are always experiencing advantages inherited from their wise and caring past selves. Number two, recognize the moments when you're about to sell out your future self. These moments often happen when you're in retail establishments. They often involve televisions or other gratifying electronic devices, including the snooze button on your alarm clock. They also frequently involve high fructose corn syrup and disposable packaging. Future self is totally, absolutely you as much as you're you right now. It will be living real moments with real advantages and disadvantages determined mostly by right now self's behavior. In its confounding ignorance, right now self often blames past self for having squandered its opportunities and resources while simultaneously failing to fulfill its responsibilities to helpless future self. When will it see that it already is future self? Later, I suppose. You just listened to the post titled, The Elegant Secret to Self-Discipline by David Kane of raptitude.com. It's funny, while I was reading the post, I was totally thinking about the marshmallow experiment because Derek Sivers wrote about that and I read it in last week's Sunday episode. So that was a weird coincidence. And let me know what you think of this new author. I'm happy to have him on board and I think there are a ton of posts that he's written that we can all benefit from. And yesterday was a special episode where I had someone else read a post to you, which is a first for this show. But the reader, Dan, is actually someone I brought on to do a spin-off of this podcast, except focusing on personal finance. And I'm conveniently calling it Optimal Finance Daily. So please go subscribe to that show too to show your support. It would mean a lot and I'd love to give that show some traction and optimize your financial life some more. It's something many of you have asked for and I wanted to do whatever I could to bring you more content in a specific topic. So I think that does it. Thank you for joining me and thanks to David Kane at Raptitude for letting us all hear his content and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits